0: amen I'm a patriot and I'm glad of it sometimes I'm walking the dog and I see somebody I have a flag outside of my house I see somebody else a flag. I salute it glory to God amen one nation under God praise God that's what we need to proclaim every time we see a flag every time we think one nation under God hallelujah No matter who wants to change things, this nation was dedicated to the Lord by our forefathers. Amen? So we as Christians, we have something to stand on. Don't we? We have a covenant that our forefathers made to God when they dedicated this nation, this land. And of course the devil would like to take it away and change things, but until the church is taken out of here in the rapture, we're going to stand our ground in Jesus' name. Amen? I better have some ameners and some shouters today. And if not, I'll, I'll come down among you and we'll have some fun. Glory to God. We like to have fun in this church. Today I'm changing the subject. Uh, last week we talked about the rapture of the church. And uh, hopefully, that you've been thoughtful about that this week, keeping that on your mind that Jesus is coming back and that we need to occupy. We need to do all that we can do to prepare ourselves and reach out, and get people saved, and do the work of the evangelist. Amen. Today, we're going to talk about the Lord's table. I had planned communion last week, I hadn't planned on preaching on that subject, but uh, as the week progressed, the Lord laid on my heart to uh, talk about it, to, to bring some word to you, because a lot of times when we take our, the communion, we just do it as a duty. We don't really concentrate on what we are doing. The early church, the Bible says in the book of Acts, they went th- from house to house breaking bread, in other words, partaking of the Lord's table uh, together, amen and that could be just uh going from my you could take communion two or three four times depending how many see people were in love with jesus amen they were on fire in the book of acts so they just every time they met together they broke bread that doesn't mean they had dinner i'm sure that they did share their meals together but the most significant meal was the lord's table breaking of the bread and taking the wine and remembering What Jesus did on the cross 2,000 years ago hallelujah let's start by uh, just reading Psalms chapter 23 23rd Psalm we love that many of you have it memorized and uh, it's great content it's I I was telling somebody this morning I don't especially uh, enjoy reading some of the Old Testament there are a lot of good things in the Old Testament like Mark Hankin says we who are New Testament Christians we should uh pretty much concentrate on the epistles on who we are in christ what you know the revelation about the cross and the resurrection what that really means to us but there are a lot of types in uh in the old covenant that talks about her prophetic utterances that uh we read in psalms uh 23 is one of them they have some insights, and we could break this down we're not going to go there today but let's just start reading that verse one the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want if you're here and you have want today you need to take another look at your life and make sure that Jesus is your shepherd amen well God will give you you know what you need you got to really need it I need money to pay rent but here it says he will take care of our wants come on now how many of you want some of you don't want to go there i don't know if that's spiritual or not <laughs> the lord is my shepherd i have no need lack amen he makes see i could go and preach on this a whole sermon but i'm not going to i'm going to discipline myself I'm <clears throat> not get too preachy here he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the steel waters he restores my soul some of you need your souls restored amen he leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death how many of you have walked through some valleys lately amen walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me or they guide me now verse 5 is I believe a prophetic utterance to the Lord's table that uh we find in matthew it says you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies hallelujah Hallelujah. think about that he prepares a banqueting table and really i believe he's talking about the lord's table the breaking of the bread this is my body which is broken for you this is my blood covenant hallelujah that he's made for us I prepare a table before you in the presence of the enemy the enemy do you know Jesus when they had communion we'll be reading it in just a moment that the enemy was there at the breaking of the bread the Lord's table yeah Judas remember Satan entered him He was the one that betrayed Christ, but yet Jesus took the bread and broke it, gave thanks, took the cup, hallelujah, said, this is a new covenant in my blood. (laughs) The devil couldn't do anything about what was about to happen. He tried, but things were set in motion, glory to God. In fact, the, the, the word of God was set in motion way before Jesus was even birthed. Amen? It was set in motion before the foundation of the world because the Bible declares that Jesus was or is the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of the earth so God did not fall off his throne when Adam sinned. Do you know God knows every mess that you've ever made and every mess that you will ever make? He tries to, to guide us around these obstacles in our life, but sometimes we're stubborn. Amen? I call it God's positioning system. We do get off course, but thank God. <laughs> the Holy Spirit comes back and tries to get us back on course if we're not too stubborn. But the Lord's table, he prepare table before me in the presence of my enemy now this of course was done and we're going to look at Matthew chapter 26 right now verse 26 this is done in the season of the Passover and we're going to we're going to talk about Egypt in just a moment about the 10th plague that took place and how that relates to the Lord's table or communion but uh, Matthew chapter 26 in verse 26 it says, as they were eating, Jesus took the bread, blessed it, and broke it. I want you to think about the word broke it. He broke it. His body was broken for you and I. By his stripes, we are healed. So that's symbolic, right? He broke it. Not just breaking it to share it with the disciples, but he broke that, that's down there for a reason. He broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, take eat. This is my body. Hmm. There's more to this revelation of the Lord's table or communion than what the modern church realizes. Now I'm not saying that, you know, those of you, how many of you are came out of the Catholic church? Now we were taught in the Protestant church that that this isn't symbolic this is an emblem the Catholic Church believes that when you take the communion the Eucharist that it becomes the body of Jesus and the blood but I think somewhere in between right we're both right there's something that we take by faith that causes the power and the force and everything that, that cup and that bread represents into our physical body and something takes place if we release our faith at the point of contact hallelujah Jesus said take eat this is my body verse 27 then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying drink from it all of you for this is my blood of the new covenant say new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Then he goes on to say I'm not going to partake of the, the, the drink, the juice of the vine until I do it again with you in heaven, praise God. And that's the marriage supper of the Lamb. Are we looking forward to that? Praise the Lord when Jesus girds himself and, and he'll say you remember what I did? We're going to take the cup and we're going to take the bread and we're going to celebrate. Because we won! Hallelujah! (laughs) Praise the Lord. Amen. So, some terms that came down, that was passed down from ages past. Early church, Catholic church, churches down the line. We've called this little cup and the bread different things. Uh, one term that is known as is sacrament how many of you know what that term is or used it at some point sacrament one okay a couple all right it's called a sacrament and there's a Latin term that uh, the Catholic Church used the early Catholic Church sacrament this is a sacrament let's take this sacrament and you know what the sacrament really is uh they they got this from the latin form and it means um it's a military term and you say how why would you use a military term to call this a sacrament all right this is why i believe with all my they the early church they were in love with jesus okay and uh it was the, the term there sacrament means an oath that a soldier took to be faithful to his commander it signified loyalty when you partook of the cup and the bread what you're saying is that i am loyal to jesus i am loyal i'm a loyal follower i'm not going to go this way or that way he's my commander-in-chief and i'm going to be loyal to the lord jesus christ amen Amen. we are in the army of god so it expresses loyalty every time we partake of the lord's table the second word is eucharist how many have heard of that word before some of it. eucharist and you know that word eucharist comes from the greek term which means to Give thanks. So what does it you know, this is Thanksgiving season. In a few days, it's gonna be Thanksgiving. And so we need to be thankful every time we partake of the Eucharist or the the communion or the Lord's table or the Lord's Supper, whatever you call it. Amen? Doesn't matter what you call it, it matters whether you do it or not and you do it as unto the Lord with all of the benefits involved in that amen so giving thanks what a time well give thanks for well give thanks because you are an old sinner Jesus died on the cross for you so when we come to the Lord's table we lift up our hands and we say thank you Jesus thank you Jesus that you the stripes on your back was for my healing thank you Jesus that your blood was shed for the the remission of my sins just wasn't covered up but you did away with my sins and and no longer am I bound by the forces of evil but your blood set me free I overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of my testimony I am so thankful, hallelujah, that my body is healed in Jesus' name. Time to get a little bit radical. Well, thank you, Jesus. I don't want to put too emotion in because it's a spiritual thing. Come on, get emotional. Lift up your hands and thank Him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, there are a lot of churches where they don't want to get in the flesh now. Why can't you get in the flesh in church? You get in the flesh everybody, everywhere else. <laughs> David understood that. He talked to himself. He said, self, you're going to praise the Lord. You're going to give thanks today. I don't care what kind of junk you're going through. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. And I'm not excited about my enemy, but I'm excited about the table. I'm excited about the juice. I'm excited about the bread. Hallelujah. Because that shows me I have victory over the devil, over demons, over sickness, over disease, over everything. I'm thankful. Maybe y'all need to take some Thanksgiving communion with your turkey. Shake up your family a little bit. Say, hey, before we eat this turkey, and especially the pies, don't get the idea of making a grape pie, okay? (laughs) You have communion in one thing. You got the dough and you got the grapes, right? So you just eat a piece of pie. Why do I preach different in the second service than the first? I do not understand this. Give thanks. Hallelujah. The last word I want to talk about is what we know it by is around here, communion. Communion comes from the Greek word koilnia, which means fellowship, but it's more than just casual fellowship. It's a deeper, intimate partnership. When you partake of the Eucharist, okay, communion, Lord's table, you are saying that I am partaking of intimate partnership of a covenant that is another word that's brought out there in Koine, A covenant what does that mean it means a binding promise of far-reaching importance a binding promise Well, all the promises of the book of is mine, every chapter, every verse, every line. But it goes, if you know anything about blood covenant, and God cut the covenant with Abraham. Amen. Way back before Jesus came, and what God was saying, (laughs) All that I have belongs to you, and all that you have belongs to me. We're partnership in your weaknesses I will give you my strength when you go to a battle and Jehoshaphat found that out he sent out the praisers and and the prophet said to him after they had fasted and prayed God said hey stand back get out of the way the battle isn't yours but it's mine come on some of you need to just step back And understand maybe you when you're going through a battle you need to have one of these I have something coming up I'm taking communion (laughs) I'm getting the bigger partner I'm glad I have a bigger partner I'm the little partner I don't have much to give but God has all of heaven praise God that was purchased by the blood of Jesus. So he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemy. Hallelujah. And your covenant partner, Glory. you might be the little brother, but you're stepping aside and said, Big brother's coming by. Amen. Amen. Will you meet my big brother? <laughs> See, in the natural, David was was no challenge to Goliath. He was a little ruddy young man. And here, Goliath, a big giant with all the warrior training, everything. But one thing about David, he knew about the Abrahamic Covenant Who is this uncircumcised? That means that giant isn't part of my covenant. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that talks about my God like that, who defiles heaven's God? Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) And David comes out there with his little sling three little stones. He only needed one hallelujah he walked out before giant before Goliath not in his own strength or his own ability or marksmanship okay with that slang he walked out of there with the covenant of God he understand well he had to do the walking but there was someone bigger beside him there was an older brother there was a bigger partner there was an abrahamic covenant glory to god and i'm telling you when you get the revelation when you take communion that the bigger partner shows up and i don't care what's coming against you you're saying i'm taking the table of the lord jesus christ and i'm entering into this covenant whether sickness cancer defeat P- poverty, no matter what it is, I stand in my covenant with Almighty God. I have a bigger partner and he's on my side. I don't have to fight the battle. I'm going to move over. <laughs> 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 covenant. The African people knew a lot about covenant, the old covenant people, Testament. They knew to cut the blood, they would cut their wrists and mingle the blood together. Sometimes they would drink, became blood brothers, the chiefs. One tribe was necessary many times to survive because the lesser tribe would cut covenant with a bigger tribe for protection. And anybody messed with little tribe, but big tribe showed up. <laughs> That's what covenant is all about. And see, when we, oh, Matthew chapter 26, verse 28, Jesus said, For this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for many for the remission of sins <clears throat> we see a type of this in the old testament of the book of exodus when god was taking his people out of bondage and let me tell you the reason why he was taking them out of bondage was not because they were good people he was taking them out of bondage because of a covenant that he had made with Abraham. So you know the story, he had to find someone to use. He always finds a person. Maybe that person doesn't feel it. Moses, for instance, he had murdered an Egyptian. He had fled. He was in the wilderness. He bumped into a burning bush. <laughs> Hallelujah. And God gave him the commission to lead his people out of Egypt and take him to the promised land. And it's a good story. A lot of good things. You see God's power and manifestation. God will do whatever he has to do to get you free. To deliver you. He sent 10 plagues to Egypt before they finally let them go. The last plague is the plague of the death angel passing over Egypt to kill the firstborn. And the way God, He used this I believe as a type of of Jesus going to the cross. He said you are to kill a lamb. How many of you know Jesus was called the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world? Hallelujah! And God told the children of Israel to kill a lamb. And what you're going to do is take a branch, paint the doorpost of your house. So when the death angel comes over the land, he'll see the blood, and he'll pass over you. glory to God we don't understand how much the blood can protect us the blood of Jesus then he told him to go in your house don't come out and you are to eat the lamb well eat the lamb what did Jesus say take eat this is my body This is my body. And something that David said in Psalms 105, verse 37. He says, he has also brought them out with silver and gold. There was prosperity involved in that covenant. And there was none feeble among them. As they were partaking of the, the lamb, something was happening in their bodies the lame were made whole the blind saw the deaf there was a big talking about the big healing service Who all over goshen there was healing taking place in the households Hey, there were no cripples. It's one thing that bothered me watching the Ten Commandments, the old one with Charlton Heston. It showed them when they were coming out of Egypt carrying this person on a cart. (laughs) That's not Bible. They walked out of Egypt. And I don't believe they were walking with help me Jesus help me Jesus glory help me Jesus (laughs) oh pray that I'll make it the next mile hallelujah they left without one sickly or feeble one among the millions of people I'll tell you what when God's healing power he hits the church and I believe that's one of the things that the prophets are saying that his body's going to be healed he's coming for a church with, with a or wrinkle he's not coming for a feeble church if he took the children out of Egypt without one feeble one among him he's taking the church out of the world without one feeble one among them glory to God hallelujah. We've got to get the revelation of the blood and the bread, hallelujah. The body of Jesus. Not a feeble one among them. There's nothing more than the occult fears than the blood of Jesus. I've heard testimony after testimony of People that have been in high places in the occult, witches, warlock, so on and so forth. And they said, people, Christian, they fea- they feared Christians who had a revelation of the blood. Of the blood of Jesus. Just on the fun note, I read this the other day. It says, I want to be so full of Christ that if a mosquito bites me, it flies away singing, there's power in the blood. Whoa, glory to God. (laughs) Amen. Glory to God. There is power in that blood of Jesus. So the Apostle Paul received this revelation. He wasn't at the Lord's table in the book of Matthew. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and I'm gonna ask the worship team to come up. We're gonna get ready to receive communion. It says, so I received from the Lord that which also I delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, remember, that's what communion means, given thanks, he broke it and said, take eat this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me and in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup you proclaim the Lord's death. I like you announce. You pronounce. You de- oh hallelujah. Oh Jesus died for me. Hallelujah. Now Jesus died for me. He shed his blood. Those stripes on his back was for my healing. Glory to God. No apologize for it. Be bold about it. Glory to God because it is your life blood it is your healing bread amen there is power in the Lord's table to heal you to set you free glory to God because what you're doing is that you are identifying praise God with a power that's behind all all the power of heaven stands behind the blood and the bread glory to God amen and I'm declaring healing in this congregation healing in this congregation First Peter two twenty four says who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we having died to sin might, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed stand with me I want you to take your bread we haven't done this before but just as a point of contact see Jesus's body was broken for your healing and those of you that have issues in your physical body today in your mind I believe the power of God the anointing of God is here that when you partake the Lord's table today and this bread that represents the broken body of Jesus that you're receiving healing power anointing into your body that drives out every form everything, every germ, every cell something well Romans chapter 8 says, that the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus dwells in you, it quickens or makes alive your mortal body. Amen. I want you to take that bread and break it. I release a healing anointing right now in the house. You're eating of the lamb with your family your spiritual family they left with not a feeble one among them Jesus's blood is greater his broken body is greater than a natural lamb father we receive our healing right now right now I receive it into my body every every organ every joint every molecule cell in my body. In Jesus' name, let's partake. The blood. We see under the old covenant that the doorposts The death angel could not harm people behind the blood that was protected by the blood. And I'm telling you today, you're born again, that you're protected by the blood of Jesus. The devil, the demons cannot harm you, your house, your possessions, or anything you acknowledge and you declare today the old timers they would plead the blood what were they doing they were taking as the children of israel did they dipped the hyssop branch in the blood and they begin to sling it around on their doorpost the blood over my family the blood over my property the blood over my car you need to plead the blood when you get in your car and you go somewhere no weapon formed against me shall prosper no accident will befall me Amen. the angels watch over me why because of the blood father i thank you that uh, the blood is applied right now as we partake of the cup of the new covenant.